are your first impressions of the news pertaining to King Charles saying he's got cancer? I just feel like the guy has had a really unlucky start to his reign. And I just don't think anyone or even he could have envisaged it going off like this. Like, it was always going to be a bad because it's Charles, but not on this level. And I don't think anyone deserves what he's had to face and deal with. And, and to top it all off, you couldn't write it, could you? Right now. What? Every day we see something new. It's been like that for four years and cancer is just like, wow, you know, and it, it gives an instability, an instability on top of an already unstable situation. And, and yeah, sad. You know, we, we all get touched by cancer in our life. You know, we, we know. And um, yeah, I feel like Harry's humanised Charles and actually done him a favour and doing what he's done. However, we've had to watch the suffering. So yeah, it's shocking. But not surprising at his age as well. Yeah, absolutely tragic. No, my little niece was diagnosed with leukemia and wow. 10 years later, she's still battling lots of seizures and stuff wow. like that. Really, really yeah. sad. So yeah. it, it was written by Nostradamus that King Charles's reign would be cut short. It, it is. And I actually messaged my mate today and I said, oh my God, this is, like, this is giving Nostradamus. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so viewers, if you've got any questions, please put them in the chat. Yeah. Now, there's two sides to this. Some people are saying that because he's getting urgent treatment, that means it's really serious. But mm -hmm. because he's saying that he's going to get back to his duties as soon as possible and he's doing whatever he can in the meantime, it's not that serious. Where do you stand? What's your perception of it? It could be either way. Bottom line is they're going to treat it as serious because it's the key. No matter what, he's going to get top-notch care. This is not the NHS. <laughs> you know? They, they, they. You know, it's the, it's King Charles, just like the Queen, like anyone with the royal doctors. He's going to get top-notch. It's going to. We never know the full story, will we? You know, I feel like it's been it's transparent, more transparent than the monarchy's ever been under Charles' reign. But it's, um, yeah, it's not. We're not going to know the full on that. You, you can sort of go back and forth. Is it serious? Well, it is. It's cancer, isn't it? You know, no one's exempt, not even the king. You know. I've got a, a comment here and I'll get your thoughts on it. So JPL is saying cancer does feed on stress and Harry is not limiting the stress for his father. What do you think about that? Well, I just feel like Harry and Meghan seem to want to collect poorly and weak, vulnerable people. And sort of like the more vulnerable and weak people get, the more they pounce. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like Thomas Markle Senior and, you know, it, it can't have helped the stress, the worry. Uh, and you see what Charles has faced. Obviously, you can't blame them for cancer because cancer is just one of those, you know. But um, the stress can't help with, you know, it's not going to help moving forward with going through the treatment and all this unrest within his family, you know. And, and anyone who knows someone that's been through cancer and the treatment, it's, it's powerful stuff. And it, it makes people really poorly, you know. So, um, yeah. And, and is, is it right, because I've been at work, Harry's been in and flew out already? 
Yeah, he was he was at Clarence House. He's not flown out. He's standing by. Oh, they've okay. had they've had a brief meeting. Um, but Charles has got to do whatever he's got to do to try and get uh, through this. Um, so the speculation is whether William and Harry will be reunited now to back their father up. I read that there's no plans for them to meet, but obviously that is just the media in contrary to what Harry wants to repeat to the world. We don't all believe the media. We do read between the lines. Um, but however, I can't imagine even a cancer diagnosis sadly can can undo the damage that Harry and Meghan has put on the royal family, in my opinion. You know, I, I just don't... This is like on a human level they blew it into the stratosphere of breaking that trust, you know? Harry speaks about the media and stuff like that and how, you know, with the hacking scandal, and it's awful, British media are awful, all media are awful, but what he's done as a family member to take that and share that, that's worse, you know? Do you think because that is so bad that now that this has happened... Harry might want to make amends for the damage he's done? You know what, Sean? I started out all of this. I do the aftermath, the aftermath of abuse. I found my voice through the Johnny Depp Amber Heard court case. So when Harry come along and Meghan come along and you see this changing character, you see this, this person arrive. It, it was, for me, it was natural, loads of different triggers. It's like I said the other day and on a Royal Mess on Friday, it's like she's got a dog clicker. You know, trauma state, trauma state, get back in your place. I see that in a lot of my community see that and they feel very triggered by it. And um, I don't know. The more this goes on and even seeing him in Jamaica shaking hands, it just seems like Harry knows what he's doing at this point. And I don't know. It's... Who knows? But isn't, isn't there always the possibility of the return of the prodigal son? And when you're facing mortality, yes, you know, you could shelve what's happened in the past and rally to try and give the dad the best possible boost psychologically that he needs right now. That would be his sucker, the sons coming together to uh, help his chances of defeating this. Absolutely, that would be that absolute right thing to do. But this is the thing, Harry and Meghan have backed themselves back into a corner that much. If they even do that, what about Thomas Markle Sr.? What about the man who was laying in a hospital bed and you didn't reach out, you didn't give that peace to, and he could have died in that situation? People are going to question that. People are going to question how the Queen went to a grave with all that over a name. No matter what they do, and I heard someone say the other day, they can't win. No, they can't, but that's based off their own actions, their own contracts they signed. And yes, of course, I think Charles, you know, the man was collecting mushrooms when his <laughs> mom died. Like, he's like, like he, he would happily settle in a commune, I reckon. <laughs> he wants to, you know, live off the planet and then the earth and stuff. So he wants, you can see the coronation day, you see the sadness. And as a parent, anyone can relate to having one in front of you and one not being a part of that and that how that would have made him feel that day, of course. Charles would want that, but he's got his other son and his grandchildren and his 
daughter-in-law being threatened online with some of the most vulgar stuff, which would never have happened if it wasn't for Harry and Meghan. Can you go back from that, Sean? What's your opinion? I think that some of the horrible things that they've done are unforgivable. Yeah. You know, having spoken to Samantha, having spoken to Thomas yeah. Jr., your heart just breaks. And seeing the dad, you know, when he went on, on the TV here, I think it was Piers Morgan or something. Yeah. And he was talking about what he went through. It's it's absolutely despicable. Yeah. So, but, you know, like we had a discussion, I think it was George the Giant Slayer, about blood being thicker than water and something, some kind of catalyst happening that would cause... Um, Harry to go back to the fold mm-hmm. and you know this this could be one something that could cause something like that along those lines even though you know the, the, the track record is, is absolutely abysmal yeah no the thing is we've all we've literally been front row seats <laughs> we have watched it all so public Family, yes, absolutely. No one would begrudge them healing this rift for their family. Let's be honest, as much as we talk about it, it's it's draining to watch. You know, can you imagine being those family members living that, you know? They all must want peace. And, you know, as much as they are angry with Harry, they must, you know, just... They must want and see the difference in him. But can you do that when... Megan don't seem to want any of that. Is that where the toxicity is originating from? I do the aftermath and she she gives a lot of red flags, don't she? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does, you know, this she just don't seem to it just it's like water off a duck's back, all this pain. She just smiles and carries on. No accountability, no responsibility. Oh, my, my, my light is, I'm going to have to, because I'm literally holding it. And I feel I'm moving all over the shop. Yeah, st- you stabilise that. While you stabilise yes, that, I'm going to read a comment okay. from Judith Lee, and we'll get your thoughts on this. And Judith is uh, scathingly critical of Harry in this one. It's, in my honest opinion, Harry is here to merch... He and his spouse never do anything to benefit others but themselves. Do you concur with Judith or is that going a bit too far? You can't argue it when the pictures of him landing. The thing is, right, okay, just come and see your dad. Just just fly in. Why the statement? Why the big grant? Yes, they're trying to damage control, but this is not the moment to damage control. Just fly in and let a pap in the UK, which apparently they would find you because the whole four years is about how they don't leave you alone. Just let it happen naturally. But it's damage control right now. This is a moment to take advantage and be like, we're good. I'm coming to be by his side. And that's, and even if that wasn't the case, they bat themselves into a corner that much. That's what the people see. You know, and I, I done a post actually comparing it to the EastEnders and how, you know, we all tune in Christmas Day to watch this car crash TV episode. You know, it's a disaster, isn't it? And whether it's put out there to make us all feel humble and appreciative of what we've got. But every Christmas Day, we watch the Queen's speech as well. 
in watching like the people that have connected with all of this they brought it to the people and the people said no and the people are pissed off that now the people said no they join a, like the censorship and like everyone's wrong how is everyone else wrong around them you know you've you need to learn and grow and i don't feel like they're able to when they don't take any accountability that's my opinion anyway i don't think i get why people are this angry and outraged by them you know well said and if you've got a question for tina of the aftermath put them in the chat we've got a comment here from jade hart 911 i'll get your thoughts on i think harry is so trauma bonded he is tap dancing to please her so she doesn't go off the rails and he pays the price. But mm -hmm. now he is also enjoying throwing the rocks. Wow. <laughs> what do you think about that? I feel like when, if, in my opinion, if someone chooses to isolate you, segregate you away from your family, over time, in my experience in growing up in abuse, I watched my mom and I watched all the people in the refuge. I watched them get stripped back. They literally, they didn't even know who they were, what they liked anymore. You don't remember any good. And your whole outlook in going through the aftermath, that's why I speak about it, because you're consumed with such anger and rage, which we see in Harry, this revenge, like, like he's going to bring back that pain of his mom and stuff. But we see it's just, it does seem like, right, it's the gift that keeps on giving. We see him go to that coronation. We see him go solo. We see him sit there four rows back. And the thing is, it was it's the gift that keeps on giving because he would have been four rows back, feeling left out, and in that moment feeling, they don't love me. Look how they treat me. Not acknowledging the actions and behaviours he's done because he's been manipulated into this place of, do you know what I mean? It, it was. It just feeds itself. By the time they've done their work, it feeds their narrative, you know? In that coronation, I see him. You see him facing that alone yet again because she's never there when he needs her. And you see him four rows back, completely isolated from his family because it becomes their reality. And they can't connect the dots to why. And then they get more angry and then they start to enjoy to throw the rocks. So do you think his character has morphed so far from what he used to be that he's incorrigible at this point? Yeah. yeah and also, he's a, he's a prince. He's a spoiled. He's grown <laughs> up in the most opulent way. You see in the Jamaica, in that cinema, him like going, what? We're at the back again. Like, I think, you know, the Aviation Awards where he was placed at the back. And again, solo there. No friends. No one. He's rocking up alone. No wife by his side. And I think a one-off of being placed at the back. But, but to see it again, that's when reality starts to kick in, you know? So, um, yeah, he, he's, it's, it's all... They are, it's a toxic relationship, in my opinion. You know, you've got two different people that have been brought up, two different ends, literally across the ocean from each other, two different lives. She was getting on all right. Her dad literally gave her the world, well-documented. He's got proof, receipts. We've watched Harry, healthy and healing, with Catherine and William, his family smiles, 
what happened so bad that all of a sudden their worlds collided then all of a sudden everyone else had wronged them in their life and, and everything was bad that had ever happened to them so basically they're energizing each yeah, other in that right. toxic way mm-hmm. and and becoming more tempestuous and spoilt by the day yeah, yeah. we've got a, a comment here from helena jones the storm is upon us. What an epic film we've been watching. Dramas around every turn. It's like it's settled down. It settles down for a, a few days or a few weeks. And there's something. There's always something around the corner, isn't there, with the royal family? What is up with that? But you know what? In all the all this time, the royal family have been never complained, never explained. They've moved forward in the fact that they understand the people need them on that pedestal, but they also need to have that engagement. They need to see humble. You don't want to see them be arrogant with it. They, they, and, and the royal family have got this right balance over the years. But Harry and Meghan have come along, blew the never complain and never explain. I've never felt like I know so much about the royal family as I do right now. And is Charles releasing all this diagnosis because he gives up at this point because... We all know so much about him. We know that he had a teddy bear because he got bullied so awful at school because his sons told us. We shouldn't know that, you know? Right, we've got a a comment from Susie. Do you think that Harry will never be trusted until he gets completely rid of Meghan? How can you trust? No, I don't think he will. I, don't, I think even if he gets rid of, rid of Meghan and he comes back to this country, but again, he's got his children now, his biggest insecurity after growing up in a one-parent family, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the, it's the way they work, isn't it, you know? So will he ever leave her? Will he ever leave his children? How would that work, you know? And that worries me about Harry, that it would go really in a dark direction. But... Will he be forgiven? Not when he's with Megan. He won't be trusted when he's with Megan. Look at the, look what they've done in four years. Well, Samantha Freedom. Markle, Samantha Markle said that Megan will never be satisfied until she's with some billionaire or she's the billionaire president of America herself. Uh, do you think that there'll come a point where she just ditches Harry? She, she's maximised the extraction of his resources. Um, possibly I feel like this right now with his dad being poorly if anything was to test their marriage it would be this Um, you know if he stays in the UK going off you know if she is what a lot of us believe she is she's not going to cope with that lack of control she's not going to cope with letting him be around the family she's not going to want him to feel that and that like she's gonna that's gonna be a threat to her because i do believe harry had a soul <laughs> i do believe spoiled one but i do believe he like she seems like a vessel like there don't seem to be a lot going on like it, it's it's almost like a non-human entity in my opinion there's not anything you watch her dad you know in like to, to literally completely disown them all never had a sister it's just crazy and she says all this while there's so much evidence to go against it and she's just delusional it's 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 scary to watch actually you know so how can you trust that around your family when she's 
caused. And they had great reason to be concerned about Meghan Markle, didn't they? Let's be honest with you. It's not like he's proved them wrong. Let's hope Harry's soul has not got gone somewhere it can never come back from. So Susie is saying, if Harry really cared, he would not have made a statement. He would have flown in undercover. Yeah. But is is that possible, though, in this era of technology and paparazzi and insiders? Apparently not, though, when you're Prince Harry and you get hounded by the press everywhere you go, and that's why you need to kick off and go court cases for security, you know? And this is that everything they've said and done just comes back to haunt them. Question from Freddie Calabro. Tina, yes. do, do you view this as elder abuse in terms of the treatment of Elizabeth, Philip and Charles and Camilla? How could you not? You know? And that, I think that's the worst thing. You know, you know, Harry knows the rules that govern his family. Harry knows the silence they have to keep. And I feel like he has used that and he is, he is, you know, it's, you just can't fathom how he's, it's like they've held them ransom, you know, while slowly leaking every bit of sordid, you know, it's, it's to, to, I don't know, that you see the Queen, you see the Queen, that picture of in that fireplace where she was so frail. We all looked at that and went, my God, we all knew. Uh, and to carry on, to carry on sitting on these sofas, to carry on knowing, of course it is. And actually, you know, someone said they should bring the children. How do you bring the children to meet a man they've never met? Oh, it's your granddad. No, because they, they've, They've not been around Charles. It would be cruel on those children. They've used the children as pawns. Okay, so what has Charles done so wrong that he doesn't deserve a relationship with their children? Because we can fall out with our parents and what have you, unless you cut them out properly. But why should your... The generational trauma... Well, so what? how damaged are Harry's children going to be as Harry's here writing books about the damage that's been done to him? They've got no family, no other people to feed off or be loved from, you know. And we've seen with Thomas Markle, he sent suit to Meghan Markle when she was poorly through the post. Doesn't their children deserve a bit of that too, you know? So, yeah, I feel like everyone's been abused by Harry and Meghan, in my opinion. Yeah, good point. So you've got a question from Loz. If Harry has genuinely come to see his father for non altruistic purposes it puts Megan in a bad light as surely she should be seeing her father and that's why I said it would be the beginning of the end because we watched Harry on Netflix say about how Meg was grieving her dad and she's lost her family because of him and and I feel like this right now although Megan had a choice as a grown-ass woman to go and sit by her dad's bedside. She chose not to. This will be heavily played into this situation to Harry. If I take in what I've witnessed and seen and how people like that work, this will be used. And this would be, you know, I didn't go see my dad. I've lost everyone. Well, you know, but then at the same time, she needs that 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 feed of the royal family connection as well. So, 
So we've got a question from Colin. I'll give my thoughts first, then I'll hand it over to you. Do you think the cancer is far more serious than what the press release is saying? Why would Harry fly back to the UK if he's not serious? So, Colin, I agree. I do think that the fact that Harry was on the quick flight is a check mark on the serious side. I do think the fact that the treatment is being urged and is going through it right now so quickly is on the serious side. And I think the statements that are saying, you know, this is a normal thing, he's going to bounce back and he's going to get back to normal duties and everyone's positive. I think that's all too vowed of protester too much to be positive. And I'm I'm viewing that as, as indicating that it's on the serious side as well, contrary opinion. So what, what do you think, Tina? Well, yeah, obviously all cancer serious. So it, it's just one of those. And, you know, it's not, it's not prostate. They found it elsewhere, haven't they? So it depends where it is. You know, there are some cancers you can find in are easily, more easily treatable. You just don't know. It's, it's a mixed bag, isn't it? You know, he's going to carry on with the red box and do all of that, isn't he? But he's just not going to be doing the visits. Time will tell on that one. I, 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 I'm, I'm sort of, I don't know how they're playing it. The royal family, who knows? Who knows? I feel like if we, if, I don't know. I don't know on that one. I'm just going to say I don't know. <laughs> who, who knows? Yeah, they've been very discreet about the nature of the cancer, how it was found, etc. You know, if it was found during an examination of that region of the body, mm-hmm. is it down there or was it some blood test just indicated mm-hmm. or did they do a whole scan of his body? Yeah. I'd like to, to know more information about that. I suppose the fact they're not saying would say it's not a quickie you know it's not a quick case scenario because if it was really mild like a skin cancer you know I'm not saying skin cancer is mild because all cancer is bad my god but what I'm saying is they probably would have shared more if it was less invasive cancer you know? but but that's just hazard in a guess yeah I think we're inclined to think the worst when we don't yeah. know yeah so Kim's saying this would have been the perfect opportunity for Harry to bring the kids or does he want Charles to pass away without ever having met them? How cruel. Just think about that. Does that mean it's less serious because he didn't bring the kids? I just I see I just see it as an angle. The kids were never gonna come. And I I look at the world a different way. Growing up and, and knowing how these people work, Megan would never have brought the kids because she needs the kids back in America in order to anchor and bring Harry back from the UK. That's my experience, the aftermath, how these people work. I'm not saying she definitely is that person, but in what I've seen, she... um, When Harry went to the coronation, her friend released a picture of Archie and he was literally touching Diana's picture. And these... these, Yeah, I I just see manipulation all over it. And one kid wouldn't come to the UK anyway... And I'm sure, you know, Harry would dress it up. He needs to protect his wife. But, yeah, I feel like they should have come. They should have come together. Even if Meghan wasn't wanted in this moment, she should have been in the UK with the children. If they really want to do a PR move, I feel like them all coming together and them just being near for Harry once he was done would have been the best move. But I I don't think she's going to want those children in this country 
and also she's going to want to keep them back there to bring Harry back there. So Angela Thompson, be interesting to see what would happen if Harry decided to stay in Britain and tell Meghan he doesn't want to see her again. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, God. So Mandy's brought up an interesting subject that I've been thinking about today. Rumour has it that William doesn't want the gig yet and said when he was a child he didn't want to be Queen. And, and Harry said if you don't want it, then Will then years later says he's one flight away and being King. So we're seeing in the news today that William's saying that he's not ready. His wife is convalescing. He wants to spend time with his kids. But, I mean, you can't argue against fate, can you? No, no. And this is the thing. I think this is the thing. It was like poor Harry and despair. And I was a shadow to him. And it's like, can you imagine the weight that um, Williams had on his shoulders all his life? He didn't want to be a queen. He was born into that, just like Harry was born into that. But Harry had this sort of, like, fun time. <laughs> you know, he was able to be on a Las Vegas roof. He was, because the responsibility, if Harry gets caught drinking too, it's not too much. William couldn't do any of that. He's had to literally conform. And I suppose the William we see, and he, he's he's got it all. He's got a bit of Diana. He's, you know, the queen. But is that because that's been taught, like, heavily, like, you know, he's been prepared? But he's a modern, him and Catherine seem quite modern. And I read that they've said now that George won't be doing royal duties till well into his 20s. He wants to protect his children from that pressure, you know, in the modern monarchy that they will be. And I, I it must be hard. You see a picture, I see a picture, like, obviously we... I'm seeing more now than I ever did before doing all of this since it's Harry and Meghan. And I see a picture of the Queen at her coronet. She looks petrified, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine just being like, this is it? This is it until I die. <laughs> as much as they've got the palaces and the wealth, they can't just kick back. You see them sometimes in the pouring rain on that boat for, was it Philip something? And they look freezing cold. <laughs> like It's just like, sometimes you just don't want to smile and do small talk with people. And they haven't got that, have they? It's not an option. Harry, yeah. has, been, Harry has been ripped from the inside by Meghan and is completely incapable of making mm -hmm. his own decisions. It's truly sad. There are so many opportunities where he could have done something, but nothing. Is that codependency then? Well, I just feel like, well, also I think with Harry, he's gone from one institution who makes a lot of decisions for him. They they prep, they organise, you know, Harry be here at a certain time. And he's gone from that, he's used to that. So it was only natural, Megan coming along and taking that reign and taking control. Is it is it a codependent where he's dependent before? I don't think so. I think he's just gone from one to another. And the question is, which one had his best interests at heart? And I think the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> you know, you see a before picture of Harry and a now picture of Harry. That face, his eyes are literally... There's not a lot going on, is there? He's, 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 he's soulless, you know? And the proof that, is in the pudding there. <laughs> yeah, he's just got like this stoned dead eyes look, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's not nice. Yeah. So narcissists always discard their victims to move up in their eyes or for financial gain or prime aims. 
So I think this is relating to what we said earlier about Megan. You know, Samantha Markle said that Megan was a malignant narcissist. Once they've extracted the maximum resources from the target, they mm. move on to somebody else. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's part and parcel of it. Yeah, no, I think so as well. It's like people have talked about, you know, she could come back and do the TIG or, or suits. That's beneath her now. The only way is forward. If she were, if, if she were to come back, that that would be a failure, in my opinion. Like they just move. Nothing's good enough, you know. We hear about how when she came to Nottingham Cottage and how Harry was embarrassed, you know, of his swords from Amman and his flags from the North Pole. It wasn't enough. The prince of a country was not enough. He felt that it wasn't enough. He was embarrassed, his words were. Uh, and this is the levels, you know, if, if, if a prince of a country and the grounds of a palace cannot be enough, whatever will be. Patrick is wondering for your thoughts on whether Harry will make amends with his dad and brother. <laughs> I'd like to say that old Harry would have seen sense, but he doesn't seem to be dropping it, does he? He doesn't, you know, I felt like Endgame was the moment where they could have come out, released statements and put a stop to it all. And that could have been the moment to go, we align with the royal family. But again, they've backed themselves into a corner because they have used this special cloak of woke. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it, they have got a big audience that supports them for bringing down this family. And what do they do there? They're stuck, in my opinion. They can't move either way now. They have literally entwined themselves so deep with all the words and lies and manipulation. They are stuck. You know, will Harry forgive? I feel like he would expect them to meet in the middle still will the royal family meet in the middle i think is the question got a comment from laws i think as awful as this is harry has jumped on this opportunity to come to the uk probably to escape his lonely life in the usa <laughs> and did, make it <laughs> i did say that to my eyes i bet he couldn't wait to get on the plane and get out get away you know because we see him we see him away from her like Invictus, when he first got there, he's a different person. So we've got Harry and Meghan are the Grim Reapers, always swooping, circling when age or illness is present. They go in for the kill? Wow. You can't. The thing is, though, this is sadly so true. You can't argue with Philip, the Queen. Thomas Markle, now is that Catherine, Catherine, another one who's not saying they're causing it, but if they weren't doing what they were doing, <laughs> it's, it's certainly going to add to it. I think it's more serious. It was predicted by Nostradamus and he has predicted so much more. Well, if he's predicted, if he predicts oh, no. right, that, uh, Harry, there's a lot of speculation that Harry's going to get the throne if Nostradamus total prediction becomes true yes well it, yeah it, you know if william maybe william don't want to go down the conspiracy route guys but maybe william's like no i'm done i just want to go and be a dad to my kids i'm i'm done 
<laughs> and maybe Harry will try and get what you know, Charles will try and get Harry back in the fold. And William's like, him or me? Oh, he's my son. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Move on. And what happens then? God, could you imagine how vulgar it would be? We've got, we've got a long comment from Mandy. I thought they were moving out of Montecito and some say it's a rental and he lives in a hotel which is on speed dial and apparently Doria moved in so why don't folks say why she was in prison yet? She's hot to be around the palace. They would have vetted her and even Meghan's tiara wasn't diamonds, it was glass as the Queen didn't trust her with the real one. Anything to any of that? Um, I thought um, Doria Ragnar, let's be honest with you, like that... Harry and Meghan have got every journalist, every international sleuth on their case. Whatever happened to Doria is gone. It's not there. It's disappeared. And I feel the big RF has made that happen, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they have, you know, they've got ways and means and they needed to protect Harry, Meghan or whatever in that moment in time. And there is a silence around that. And I feel like that has got the royal family wrote all over it. That's all I'm going to add to that. You know, it's the royal family. <laughs> Question from Kel Cal. Makes you wonder if Harry was confronted by Casey or Camilla or if William made a surprise visit. Seeing how he only stayed a short time, probably huffed and walked out. What do you think, Tina? Um, I've just come out of work for all of this. I thought he would be there longer. If you, you know, especially if you're constantly going on about saving the planet, if you're going to find jets over here and jets back. Um, yeah, I don't know what to take from that. Either it was like, a, well, it's going to be awkward, wasn't it? It was going to be awkward. This is not like, Dad, I'm home. Heard about the news. It was never going to be like that. And unless Harry's gone in expecting them to just, because you do get this edge with Harry and all the interviews he do. He's just, I love my dad. I respect the monarchy whilst also speaking such hate about them. And it's like, it's like they, he's just going to walk. I do feel like he feels like he's going to walk in and they, they should just be nice to him. You know, and that's the spoiled prince vibe that, and he's just oblivious to what he's done. And you think, how can you be? But these people, yeah, I, it's just, I thought, I don't think it went well, in my opinion. I don't think it went how Harry expected it to go. So Janet's saying the royal family is done. Charles will give the crown to William and William will dissolve the throne back to the people. Get ready. Oh, my God. Do you know what? At this point, after all we've watched, I wouldn't blame William. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's, it's a lot, you know. And I do believe, I do question whether the monarchy died with the Queen. You know? Yeah, it definitely went downhill. So yeah. Jacqueline is saying, it's likely to be a tumour on his bladder, which through experience goes hand in hand with prostate issues. I was thinking if they were examining that region, it would yeah. likely be something in that region. Yeah, you would have thought so. Yeah, the colon one is quite bad, isn't it? The, the, yeah. Um, I know a few people have um, battled that. Um, wasn't it like Eugenie or Beatrice visited him this morning? I think Eugenie, according yeah. to the mail. I wonder yeah. if she's going to step up. Because I, I, I just find it very odd that the one of them, you know, of all the visitors, it's Eugenie. And I just thought, hmm. 
Hopefully they will have something in place for Charlotte and Louis. If they don't want to do royal duties, they will be able to do something else. Uh, I'm sure they'd be fine. You know, because what happens with all the land and stuff if they were to dissolve it? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure they're all that financially go? set in life. <laughs> Unless they're going to be homeless like Harry and Meghan in their 16 bedroom mansion, which everyone <laughs> likes about. How Charles made them homeless, how he financially abused his adult child. You know, that really annoys me. Question from Judith. Tina, what are your thoughts on the engagement interview? Um, yeah, it's 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 whimsical, isn't it? It's fairy tale. It's Megan doing what she does. It's uh, it was it was it was. I can't say I de de desperately felt a certain way about it at that time because Megan didn't do any of this at that point. We on about Meghan and Harry's engagement interview, yeah? I believe so. I'm assuming yeah. so. So at that point, it was given a bit weird in sort of, you know, but it wasn't made. It's when you look back now after all the damage is done. And I know a lot of people in my community in the aftermath, they, they say that engagement interview. But I can't say I was majorly interested at that point in any of it anyway but it's like the little bits with the blue stitched in bit from her first date into the wedding dress and all every time it's the added bit of sparkle she likes to you know make this story shine up there and it, it just it just falls flat because it's so fairy tale it's so you know, almost like a book. It's like an author's wrote a script, you know, and it, it's it's not real. It's not normal. And I think these are the moments that catch them out. Joe's got an interesting take on Nostradamus. Nostradamus says an unexpected person will rise to the throne. William would not have expected to rise to the throne so soon. So that's how I see that prediction. Okay, if I could chuck anyone into the mix, who I would want to, if they could just choose anyone within the royal family. Anne. Anne. Like, she's like the OG. Like, she's, <laughs> she's not for the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so from Scorpio Lane, Harry's so worried about his security, he announced to the world his travel plans and that he's leaving <laughs> his wife and the kids. He couldn't just go quietly. In the in the place where it wasn't like the robberies and stuff, it was unsafe in Montecito. They had a bout of, you know, break-ins and stuff like that. Also, when they were in Jamaica, it was reported that there was a warning released about the places in Montecito being unsafe. It's <laughs> like so you just go pop on. I feel like all the security—they're not concerned about their security. They just want to remind people that they need security. In my opinion, I don't think that they went to Jamaica. Tina, we've got through all the questions and comments. A huge thank you for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to say to the viewers in conclusion? No, no. Thank you for having me. And um, what a week. And let's see what next week and the week after and the week after brings, because I'm sure it will bring something. Where can the viewers <laughs> find you and support you online? Um, I'm on TikTok, The Aftermath. Majority of my content is The Aftermath of Domestic Violence and Growing Up and Abuse and Finding Your Way Out, you know, because... 
for a lot of us, unlike Harry, we have to find a way. We haven't got Gabor and all of that. So I, I speak on that and naturally this situation, two broken families, I feel a kind of way and I speak in a kind of way on TikTok and I'm on YouTube, The Aftermath, 83 or something like that. So thank and, all you. Of, and all of the Royal Mess panelists' links are in the link yes. tree description at the top of this. And I believe we've got George the Giant Slayer back tomorrow for Atwood Unleashed, which starts at 5.45 p.m. UK. So a huge thank you, Tina. And thank take you. care. Thank take you, care. Sean. Bye, everyone. Bye. Take care wherever you are in the world. And men, get your prostate jacked. <laughs>